Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. From a person that's a whole year older. <laughs> oh my goodness me. I had such a good time yesterday. Um, you're going to have to excuse my voice because I think I've done something terrible to my voice um, voice box or uh, my vocal cords. Um, I had such a lovely time yesterday. I kind of sang a lot. I talked a lot. I shouted a lot. Um, and my voice is kind of suffering today. So please excuse it if it just disappears altogether. <laughs> um, so let's have a look. Oh my goodness me. Um, so it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Um, and we definitely have that Friday feeling. Yesterday I went to, where did I go? Went to the library um, and we had a lovely time in the library. We played and we read books and um, I didn't read story time, um, but I did read to um, my little nephews because we went with um, my sister and her little one and my sister-in-law and her little one so uh, Ronan and Albie they played very nicely together we were there for about three hours um, which was really good um, and we just drank coffee and ate biscuits um, while the children played it was lovely so that was my my morning um, and then what else did we do uh, we went to my sister's and my mum's, did all the, the sort of um, rounds of people. Um, I got lots of presents. So awesome. Um, I didn't didn't expect half as many presents as I did. Um, and uh, my sister got me um, a, a gift card for my Kindle allowing me to be able to get books <clears throat> I don't know exactly how much is on it I, actually I think there's £10 on it so I can get um, a couple of books to read on here which is perfect um, and I got a cup saying I was the best auntie in the world and I got oh lots of different different things they're so perfect um and I would like to say thank you, a huge thank you to absolutely everyone who sent me birthday messages. Um, they really, really made my day and they made me smile so much. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to thank you for songs that were sent to me. Um, I'd like to thank Zoe and Evie's mummy for nearly uh, choking to death on her song. Um, <laughs> and I don't know which of the, whether it was Zoe or Evie that was giggling at her choking um, during the recording. Um, so <laughs> it made me smile, even though, um, you know, we're a little bit concerned about the, the coughing fit. <laughs> um but thank you just thank you so much it was it meant so much to me um to have everybody saying that uh, happy birthday 
Um, so even though I'm another year older, oh, I feel like about 10 years older than I did yesterday. Um, but I'm only one year older, I promise. <laughs> um, but we did have a lovely time yesterday. So there you go. That was my, my birthday. And now I've got to wait another year before I have another one. <sighs> I should be like royalty and have at least two um, every year, shouldn't I? It seems a bit unfair that they get two and I only get one. <laughs> My cake was amazing, though. It was a chocolate caterpillar um, and all colourful icing on it. And it was really lovely and it did taste oh, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, there we go. Um, right. Oh. Um, did you get the answer to the riddle from yesterday? No? Yes? Well, I'm going to tell you. So the actual riddle was, why are birthdays good for your health? Um, and why are they? Why are birthdays good for your health? I know it's because... If you have, or the more birthdays you have, equals the more, the longer you live. So they must be good for your health, mustn't they? Having a birthday must be good for your health because the more you have, the longer you live. Wow. That's brilliant. So if you have 90 birthdays, that means you're 90 years old, which means that You've lived all that time having birthdays. So they've got to be good for your health, haven't they? Absolutely. <laughs> um, right, today's riddle is, and don't forget, this is the first the last riddle that we'll be doing over um two days. From tomorrow, we'll be doing the the riddle sort of before and after the little advert break just to see how it goes so i'm not alive but i grow Ooh. i don't have lungs but i need air i don't have a mouth but water kills me what am i oh my goodness me what am i indeed I know that you are clever enough to know the answer to that one. So um, I'm expecting lots of answers. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness me. Right. Now, we did have a, uh, oh, what do we have? An impossible question from Hardwin. And his impossible question was, how many minerals are there in the world? Now, I don't know a lot about minerals. I will admit to that. Um, I'm not a mineral person. So um, I Googled it and I came up with the answer. But I don't know enough about them to give you a, a long answer. So I can only give you a short answer, Hardwin. And that is that there are more than 10,000 minerals in the world. 10? thousand blimey that's a lot um so because i don't know a lot about minerals um, i'm actually going to research it a little bit because i feel i should know 
a little bit more about them. What do you think? So I'm going to um, do a little bit of research and then I might be able to give you a longer answer, Hardwin. So watch this space or listen to this space. <laughs> now, I have a fun fact and today's fun fact comes from Zoe. Um, so, and it's one that has amazed me because I've never thought about it before. But now I have thought about it, I've actually counted up quite high, more or less trying to disprove your fun fact. <laughs> Not that I didn't believe you, but I just wanted to just see because I couldn't quite believe it. Now, the fun fact is that Zoe said all odd numbers... So like one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven, whatever. Um, when they're written down as a word, they all have the letter E in them. Now we know that like two, four, six don't have E. Eight does, but not all um do even numbers. I can't think what the other word was. Um so they all even numbers don't, but every single odd number seems to have the letter E in it. How weird is that? And I did count up quite high just to check it. And I couldn't find any number or any odd number that didn't have an E. So I'm challenging you all now. See if you can find one that does or doesn't, doesn't. Um, see if you can find um, an odd number that doesn't have a letter E in it when it's written as a word. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Zoe, for that, because like I said, I've never actually thought about it before. But it's actually an awesome fun fact. So now you can all go into your maths teachers and tell them. Did you know? And see what they say. See if they knew it. I bet they didn't. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Right. My voice is really suffering. Absolutely terrible today. I've got a very, very sore throat. I'm going to have to, I think, have some honey and lemon and uh, try and sort of soothe it a bit later. Um, so let's have a look. It's the 30th of June. Um, and it's Friday. Have you got that Friday feeling? I have that Friday feeling. <laughs> um, so what other days is it? Apparently it's National Asteroid Day. Ooh. Um, and National Meteor Watch Day. So get your binoculars or your telescopes and look up to the sky and see if you can see an asteroid or a meteor up there. Um, it's social media day. Oh, so I think most people kind of use social media every day anyway. Um, so I don't really know why it's social media day today. What makes it so? Maybe it's because it's the day that made it popular. I don't know. Uh, social media is very, very 
popular and very um sort of i think very addictive um it's not a not good you can use it for good because you can use it for advertising you can use it for um i don't know you can use it for good but social media is actually i don't think 100% good my children don't have access to any anything um online they don't have devices they don't have phones or tablets or anything like that um i really don't like um the idea of them they can they use my phone if they want to listen to something um they i don't know they kind of um they're not allowed to watch things on facebook or or you know they certainly wouldn't be allowed uh, an account on facebook um but yeah uh, it is kind of addictive um for some reason it's very very you know people putting photos of themselves up and all the rest of it i try not to do that uh but um each to their own <laughs> um so it is social media day anyway even better than that though oh my goodness it's national cream tea day love cream tea oh my goodness so scones and jam and cream cup of tea oh and my favorite place to go on holiday is cornwall in england and you in Cornwall Cornwall is famous for um pasties and also cream teas uh and you can't go to Cornwall without having a cream tea and my friend sent me when I wasn't very well um to make me feel better she sent me a um it's a Cornish cream tea and you can buy them online and they send them from Cornwall and you get scones in them. You get little tea bags and it's all biscuits, all from Cornwall. Little clotted cream and jam, everything. It's amazing. Um, but there's always this argument in England. I don't know whether it's anywhere else, but there's always this argument in England whether you put your jam on first and then your cream on your scones or whether you put your cream on first and then your jam. In Devon, you do it one way and in Cornwall, you do it the other. Me, I always, always put the jam on first and then the cream because that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to probably cause havoc with anyone that's listening to me in Devon and Cornwall um I apologize but that is the only only way um to do a, a cream tea <laughs> and I'm definitely going to have scones and cream and jam today so there we go oh my goodness that is all the days today there aren't very many days um so what about a story? I thought we would read the second chapter of The Advent 
pictures of the wishing chair. So here goes. Chapter two is called The Giant's Castle. Each day, Molly and Peter ran down to their playroom in the garden and looked at their wishing chair to see if it had grown wings again. But each time they were disappointed, it hadn't. It may grow them in the night, said Peter, but we can't possibly keep coming here in the dark to see. We must just be patient. Sometimes the children sat in the chair and wished themselves away, but nothing happened at all. Oh, it was really very disappointing. And then one day the chair grew its wings again. It was a Saturday afternoon too, which was very good as the children were not at school. They ran down to the playroom and opened the door and the very first thing they saw was that the chair had grown wings. And they couldn't help seeing this because the chair was flapping its wings about as if it was going to fly off. Quick, quick, shouted Peter, dragging Molly to the chair. Jump in, it's going to fly. They were just in time. The chair rose up in the air, flapping its wings strongly and made for the door. Out it went and rose high into the air at once. The children clung on tightly in the greatest delight. Where do you suppose it's going? asked Peter. Oh, goodness no, said Molly. Let it take us wherever it wants to. It will be exciting anyhow. If it goes back to that funny shop, we can easily jump off and run away when it goes in at the door. But the chair didn't go to the old shop. Instead, it kept on steadily towards the west, where the sun was beginning to sink. By and by, a high mountain rose up below, and the children looked down on it in astonishment. On the top was an enormous castle. Where's this, I wonder, said Peter. Oh, I say, Molly, the chair's going down to the castle. Down it went, flapping its rose-red wings. Soon it came to the castle roof, and instead of going lower and finding a door or a window, the chair found a nice, flat piece of roof and settled down there with a sigh, ah, as if it were quite tired out. Come on, Molly, let's explore, said Peter excitedly. He jumped off the chair and ran to a flight of enormous steps that led down to the outside, the inside of the castle. He peeped down. No one was about. This is the biggest castle I ever saw, said Peter. I wonder who lives here. Let's go and see. They went down the steps and came to a big staircase leading from a landing. On every side were massive doors bolted on the outside. I hope there are no prisoners inside, said Molly, half afraid. The stairs ended suddenly in a great hall. The children stood and looked in astonishment. Sitting at an enormous table was a giant as Big as six men.
His eyes were on a book and he was trying to add up figures. Three times seven. Three times seven. Three times seven. That sounds like me. (laughs) He muttered to himself. I never can remember. Where's that miserable little pixie? If he doesn't know, I'll turn him into a black beetle. The giant lifted up his head and shouted so loudly that both children put their hands over their ears. Binky! Binky! A pixie, not quite so big as the children, came running out of what looked like a scullery. He held an enormous boot in one hand and a very small boot brush in the other. Stop cleaning my boots and listen to me, ordered the giant. I can't do my sums again. I'm adding up all I spent last week and it won't come right. What are three times seven? Three times seven, said the pixie with a frightened look on his little pointed face. That's what I said, thundered the bad-tempered giant. Um, I know they're the same as seven times three, said the pixie. Well, I don't know what seven times three are either, roared the giant. You tell me, what's the good of having a servant who doesn't know his tables? Quick, what are three times seven? I did, 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 don't know, stammered the poor pixie. Then I'll lock you into the top room of the castle till you do know, cried the giant in a rage. He picked up the pixie and went to the stairs. Then he saw the children are standing there and he stopped in astonishment. Who are you and what are you doing here? he asked. We've just come on a flying visit, said Peter boldly. We know what three times seven are and seven times three too. So if you let that pixie go, we'll tell you. You tell me then, you clever children, cried the giant delighted. They're twenty-one, said Peter. The giant, still holding the pixie tightly in his hand, went across to the table and added up some figures. Yes, twenty-one, he said. Now, why didn't I think of that? Good. Let the pixie go, begged Molly. Oh, no, said the giant with a wicked grin. He shall be shut up in the top room of my castle. And you shall be my servants instead and help me to add up my sums. Come along with me whilst I shut up Binky. He pushed the two angry children in front of him and made them go all the way up the stairs until they came to the topmost door. The giant unbolted it and pushed the weeping pixie inside. Then he bolted it again and locked it. Quick, whispered Peter to Molly, let's race up these stairs to the roof and get onto our magic chair. So, whilst the giant was locking the door, the two of them shot up the stairs to the roof. The giant didn't try to stop them. He stood and roared with laughter. Well, I don't know how you expect to escape that way, he said. You'll have to come down the steps again and I shall be waiting here to catch you. And then what a spanking you'll get. The 
children climbed out onto the flat piece of castle roof. There was their chair standing just where they'd left it, its red wings gleaming in the sun. They threw themselves into it and Peter cried, Go to the room where that little pixie pinky is. The chair rose into the air, flew over the castle roof and then down to a big window. It was open and the chair squeezed itself inside. Binky the pixie was there sitting on the floor weeping. When he saw the chair coming in with the two children sitting on it, he was so astonished that he couldn't even get up off the floor. Quick, cried Molly. Come into this chair, Binky. We'll help you to escape. Who's talking in there? boomed the giant's enormous voice and the children heard the bolts being undone and the key turned to unlock the door. Quick, quick, Binky! shouted Peter and he dragged the amazed Pixie to the magic chair. They all three sat in it, huddled together and Peter shouted, Take us home! The door flew open and the giant rushed in, just as the chair sailed out of the window. He ran to the window and made a grab at the chair. His big hand knocked against a leg and the chair shook violently. Binky nearly fell off, but Peter grabbed him and pulled him back safely. Then they sailed high up into the air, far out of reach of the angry giant. We've escaped, shouted Peter. What an adventure! Cheer up, Binky, we'll take you home with us. You shall live with us if you like. We have a fine playroom at the end of our garden. You can live there and no one will know. What fun we'll have with you and the wishing chair. Oh, you're very kind to me, said Binky gratefully. I shall love to live with you. I can take you on many, many adventures. Hurrah! shouted the two children. Look, Binky, we're going down to our garden. Soon they were safely in the garden and the chair flew in at the open door of the playroom. Its wings disappeared and it settled itself down (gasps) with a long sigh, as if to say, home again. You can make a nice bed of the cushions from the sofa, said Molly to the pixie. I'll give you a rug from the hall chest to cover yourself with. We must go now because it's past our tea time. We'll come and see you again tomorrow. Good luck. Wow. So that was chapter two. Um, I wonder what their next adventure will be. But you can sh- be sure they'll take binky with them this time (laughs) oh dearie dearie me now don't forget that tomorrow is the first of july so tomorrow we'll start the new advertising as i say it's only a very short ad um but it's just a little bit of a change that spotify have made so um it's very exciting for us to be asked um because it means that our podcast our little little podcast is doing so well so um there you go anyway um i will see you all again tomorrow make sure until then you take care and stay safe and i'll hopefully have a perfect voice again tomorrow who knows (laughs) 
Okay, I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.